Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. I think this is working. My name is Jackie Dixon and you're probably watching this because you're on my Facebook page. So you already know that I run a coaching company called VLX where I help Christian women learn to love and take care of their bodies and their relationships with themselves, God, and men and potentially in the future babies. (laughs) But we'll see. So tonight, Juliet and I want to talk to you about this issue of dealing with body insecurities. Now, if you follow my blog or my videos, then you know what we've been talking about. But if you haven't been, then I'll catch you up real quick. So eight years ago, I took a study abroad trip to the south of France, and I put on a lot of weight in a very short period of time. Now, my relationship with my body had already been kind of struggling. I had had this very, very disciplined, rigorous, that's not even a good enough word. It was very legalistic relationship with my body where I was just eating basically salad and celery and chicken breasts and egg whites, and I was really hungry, really often, let's put it that way. And so with the stress of school, I hadn't really been able to maintain that, and I had already been putting on some weight slowly. But this trip to France sealed the deal, and I put on about 20 to 25 pounds in just five weeks. We were walking all over, so despite what they say, walking through Europe is not enough. You've got to have a great diet. And I did not. So I put on that much weight and then I came home. I had not had any idea how much the different cultures around us influence how we think about and care for our bodies. Obviously the international culture, which I was not prepared for, but also our local cultures, our family culture, our peer culture, the mass media culture, and even our church culture. So I came home having not been prepared, having really had an onslaught, Yes, it was terrible. And then, (laughs) are you ready to sit up? Are you done eating? And so I came back and I was incredibly ashamed and embarrassed. Oh no, yes, I know, it was very sad. I guess you're not done eating. No, not yet. Okay, here's your bottle. I'm sorry, I took it away too soon. So I came back, I was terribly embarrassed and ashamed. And I went on this roller coaster, basically, of emotions. I did not know how to process what had happened. And so I went back and forth between desperately trying to lose weight on these crash diets and desperately trying to convince myself that my new body was the healthy body, the normal body, and that mass media culture was so materialistic and unrealistic and blah, 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 blah. And going back and forth, it practically made me dizzy. So I was in no way satisfied with how I was feeling, how I was looking, but I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know what I know now. So I went on this journey with my body, which took, I guess, probably four or five years. And I wouldn't trade it for anything, honestly, because I learned so much. And I learned stuff that I don't see taught much. And so if I can help anyone now, then those years were really worth it. And honestly, even if it just serves me for the rest of my life, it was worth it because having now had a baby, our first baby, four, almost four months ago, my body has been on a journey to creating a human being and back again. So just knowing what I know about my body now and how to 
think of it and how to take care of it has saved me as I've gone through some serious transformation in the last year. So what did I learn? <laughs> well, I learned this idea of what I now call body shame. And that is the sickening sense that we don't measure up. The sickening sense that because of how we look or what we weigh or our health in any way, we haven't met a certain standard. And therefore, we don't think we're going to be loved. We don't think we're going to be accepted. Sad. Very sad. <laughs> and so because that sense of not being accepted, essentially, hurts so badly of having not measured up, we get out of shame as quickly as we can. I learned this concept of the foundation of body shame, which if you're familiar with Genesis, you might be able to guess. This is right after the original sin, when Adam and Eve doubt God's commands and disobey him. And the first result of that is that they are ashamed and they cover their bodies and hide. Now there's a lot going on there, but something that I finally realized was happening that isn't much talked about is that they were ashamed of their bodies. The first thing that they did was that they realized they were naked. Not that, you know, they were intelligent or they were supposed to be married or whatever. The first realization they had was that they were naked. And the first reaction they had to that was that they became ashamed. So they hid, they hid from themselves, they covered up, they hid from each other and they hid from God. The theological and relationship implications of that, I could go on and on about for hours, but just know that this goes all the way back to original sin. So no wonder it's showing up in our lives in so many damaging ways. So since it hurts so much, and since it's so foundational, we try to get out of it as quickly as we can. And what we do is we default to these other emotions that feel better that feel stronger, that make us feel like we're not worthless, like we have our power back. And those can be emotions like anger about the cultural standards. It can be bitterness just toward the people around us, real low simmering anger. It can be a sense of despair and just uh, desperation that we're never going to get there and so we give up. It can be an avoidance either of situations where we feel this body shame or just of the fact that our body isn't well and we are in denial of it. We can show it as a bravado where we kind of talk about ourselves as, you know, the girl who loves to eat a lot or talking about other people's bodies. I get this all the time when I was pregnant and now afterward and people, you know, will make comments that are about my body, but they show that they're so much more about the way they feel about their body. So all of these different ways are the ways that we desperately try to get out of that sense of shame as quickly as we can. And who could blame us? It's a very painful emotion. But there is a way out of it that's a lot more productive than those symptoms. We just have to realize what it is so we can actually address it. Yes. Are you happy now? No. We need more bottle. Never mind. Excuse me. So what do we do? Well, we parse shame. And I love this verb. It's a kind of odd little word, but it's a grammar term actually for dividing up the parts of a sentence. It can also be used though to describe dividing up anything into little minute bits and pieces very, very delicately. And I use that term because it is so tough to figure out amongst all the cultures that we are surrounded by what is true and what is a lie. Church culture tells us that our bodies don't matter. Sometimes. Some churches are really healthy and biblical in this area, but many say, you know, it's just... The spirit that counts, don't worry about your body care. Media culture tells us be obsessed with your body care because that's all that counts. Oops. Too much milk, too fast. So when we're surrounded by all these messages, and that's not even taking into account what our girlfriends are saying, what our families may have taught us, 
it's a mess. So we have to be able to parse through those to finally divide what is true and what is not so that we can know how to take care of our bodies. So what do we do with what we're parsing? Yes, that was a nice neck. Oh no, Miss Baby. So we first have to figure out what is the objective state of our body? What's our objective health? Are we well or are we not so well? And we figure that out by having professional health evaluations. Maybe you go to a gym and you have them measure your body fat and your level of fitness. Maybe you go to your family physician and you have him check all your vitals. This is how we figure out what is in our minds telling us that we're not good enough, that we haven't measured up. And what's the true state of our body? I call this our state of stewardship because it's a true objective evaluation of how well we're stewarding our bodies. So once we figured that out, we then want to look at all the other thoughts we have about ourselves and about our bodies. And maybe they're positive, maybe they're negative, maybe they're a mix. But once we know what's really objectively true about our physical state, we can turn to look at these thoughts and evaluate them with a more objective eye. Now, this comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes, this, this mix of the objective state of our body and our thoughts about it. There are lots of super fit women who are still terribly insecure about themselves, and I can tell you that from having been a model. There are a lot of very insecure, stunningly beautiful fit women. <laughs> and same, the same thing, there are a lot of people who are in very poor health and who are in a terrible state of denial about it so they can't address it because they've shut off those thoughts instead of letting them lead them to maybe the fact that their body is crying out for care. And ultimately, that's what we want to do with this idea of shame. We want to figure out where is our body crying out for good care? Where is it telling us, please pay attention to me. I need more sleep. I need more working out. I need more exercise. I need better food. I need less food. I need more food. Where is it trying to cry out for our attention and get us to take good care of it? And where are we caught up in all of this cultural pressure and just having these negative thoughts that are just insecurities? So that's the big question. That's the first big question, really. The second question is what do we do when we find that we do have insecurities? Regardless of the state of our body, insecurities are most likely going to be there. I have pretty much never met anyone who has never expressed any insecurities about their body in one way or another. Now, a lot of people think that if they just focus on these negative thoughts about their bodies, if they just tell themselves that they're overweight and they're disgusting and they're totally out of shape or whatever, then that beating themselves up will drive them to take better care of themselves. I have never seen it work that way. It might work for a short period of time, a short period of time where that anger energy is really what I call it, fuels you to do a really hard long workout, which just inflames your body, or to restrict your food too much, and then you're starving and you're in a binge and starve cycle. It won't last. So regardless of how much we might think that that negativity will help to fuel our better behavior, even if it does for a short period of time, it's not going to take us for a lifetime. And that's what I'm always aiming for. So what we want is this energy of positivity and hope and faith and receiving that fact that we are loved as we are and we're just taking better care of our objective health so that we can be ready to do whatever God calls us to do, whether it's have a baby, run after a baby, or look at other people's babies and think, what were they thinking? <laughs> whatever God's calling us to do. And of course, there are so many more things than that, obviously. We want to be ready for that. And so having this kind of positive outlook on ourselves and on our efforts is what will give us that long-term fuel so that we can keep our efforts going. 
We're going to burn out if we just do it out of beating ourselves up. So we have to come from a place of positivity. And that's the first thing we have to address when we've got these body insecurities. We need to ask ourselves how we can turn around those thoughts. And for sometimes you just need to turn them off. One of my biggest suggestions is that you immediately stop bashing your body. Now, at least in the female culture that I've seen, maybe the male culture too, but particularly women, I think, there's this culture of complaining and self-deprecating. And it's not that we're all just incredibly negative. It's that there's a bonding that happens when we come to each other and say, yeah, my life sucks too. Yeah, my husband drives me nuts too. Yeah, the baby was screaming for me too. Yeah, I hate my body too, or I'm so fat, or I'm so ugly, whatever. Imagine coming to your girlfriends and going, you know, I have the best marriage. My kids are perfect all the time. I love my body. I think I look fantastic. Everything's pretty much awesome. <laughs> They're probably not going to want to talk to you after that, right? So we have been trained to focus on the negative in order to create a bond, in order to create a kind of intimacy of sharing our, our difficulties so that the other person not only doesn't dislike us, but feels comfortable with us, feels like they can let down their guard. So we've created this female culture of complaining and bashing ourselves. If you go to the beach with your girlfriends, you're probably going to find at least one or two people, possibly many more, are making negative comments about their body. Very few people say, I cannot wait to step into this bathing suit and hit the beach. I feel so fabulous. <laughs> Most of them are saying, oh, my thighs, my butt, my stomach, my arms, whatever, right? So I am just implore you, please stop bashing your body. And I know it's difficult because I know that these conversations are how we bond with women. But if it comes up, I just ask you to redirect the conversation. You don't have to sit there and call that person out and say, no way, girl, you're gorgeous. Only speak well about your body because you deserve to be kind to yourself. <laughs> you may just have to say, oh, no, not at all. And then how about this thing over there? And redirect it until that person learns that you're not going to engage with them if they are bashing their body. And of course, obviously, we don't want to bash other women's bodies. <laughs> what do you like to add? Would you like to say something? Would you like to say something? <laughs> so... A lot of women I find will bash each other's bodies in a way that's supposed to be a compliment. Like, oh, you're so skinny, I just hate you. Or you look so good all the time. If you weren't so nice, I would hate you. And I understand that that's intended to be a compliment, but it just shows insecurity and it's pretty tacky. So let's not do that either. No bashing other women's bodies, no making some comment about they look great and therefore we don't like them, and no bashing our own bodies. That is the first step to conquering these insecurities. Because as it said, what you say over yourself is what you most believe about yourself. So change your own words. You can control those. No one else, you know, can tell you what to say. And though you can't control what other people say, you can definitely control what you say to yourself. So say positive things over your body. Yes, no, that's a negative thing. We want to say positive things, Miss Baby. You want more food? I know, I ate dinner before this and I did not let you eat dinner. Here you go. Sorry about that. Yes, yum. <laughs> so that's the first step. Another thing that I really want to encourage you to do is to figure out where these insecurities are based. Is it something that your mom or dad said to you or your sibling said to you when you were growing up or you were picked on at school? Is it something that an early boyfriend said to you or that you surmised when he broke up with you? You thought, well, it must be because of this. I want you to try to find and identify those sources, those roots, because 
our next really powerful step in getting out of these insecurities <laughs> is going to be something I call mental maps. And that is identifying the negative thought that you have about yourself, tracing it back to where it came from, and then rewriting a different route out of it, right? This is a map, so we're just taking routes. We got here somehow, and we're gonna get out of here to a new and better place by taking a different route. So when you have a negative thought, like I'm fat and I'm ugly and I hate myself, which is sounds terrible, but it's not uncommon, unfortunately. Maybe that came from elementary school when someone called you chubby, even though you're probably not, right? So it started there perhaps, and it's not where you wanna be. So what you're gonna do is when you have that thought, <laughs> you're going to say something different over yourself. Stop that thought in its tracks and then say, no, I am loved and fully accepted by God whose opinion is the only one that counts right now as I am. I am learning every day to take better care of my body. And I am totally open to God's will for my body. And day by day, I am getting healthier, I'm getting fitter, and I'm learning to love myself and receive God's love for my body more and more and more right? So you started here, you realized where you came from so that you could call it out and say, that's not something that's true. That was spoken over me. That's a lie. And then you're going to take yourself to a new destination. So by following, she's struggling here, by following those mental maps, you're going to be able to rewrite. And these are essentially, these are neural pathways that have been created by things that we've said over and over and over to ourselves or had said to us to the point that we believe it but it's just a little neuron and you can redirect the way that pathway goes. <laughs> You're trying to put it in your mouth. There you go. So you do that by stopping yourself in the middle of that negative thought and rewriting it and saying something positive. Now it should also be noted that this is not the only way to get out of those insecurities because as we said, half of this may be our bodies crying out for better care. And even if you are in decent health now, if you ever succumb to less than healthy food, you should know that studies upon studies are showing that women who eat those things, chips, fast food, sodas, actually have a period of kind of, I don't want to call it depression because that's a true medical term, but where they are pretty down afterward. So actually what we eat and the chemicals that, that creates, the reactions in our body that that creates can lead us to feeling bad about ourselves. So then we eat more junk food. So then we have bad thoughts about ourselves. So you can see this vicious cycle. So in addition to cutting off those negative thoughts, I really ask you and recommend cut off those negative foods. Now, if you're looking at me saying, Jackie, you don't understand. Like, I can't do without fill in the blank. I bet there's something that you can create, if you get creative, with healthy and pure ingredients that will give you just as much satisfaction and that won't cause all of those negative reactions. So if you know me, <laughs> if you've been around me, you know that I love stevia chocolate, that I love coconut ice cream. I love, those are really my main go-tos, I have to say. I love all the Ezekiel products, all the Ezekiel sprouted grains from the book of Ezekiel, the breads, the cereals, there's bagels and English muffins, and all these kinds of things. And eating those gives me that fix or whatever it is that I'm looking for and craving in that moment, but it doesn't create all these negative reactions. So those two main pieces are the ways we're gonna take out our insecurities. The negative thoughts are gonna stop, we're gonna replace them with positive ones. Which I know sounds crazy. I know sounds worthless. I know sounds like, sure, how's that going to help? But you would be amazed, amazed by how powerful it is if you actually do it and don't just pull it off.
You can write affirmations over yourself on your bathroom mirror and lipstick. I do that all the time. You can have a little thing come up on your phone at a certain time every day telling you that you're loved, that you're beautiful, that your body is in great health and you're taking better care of it all the time. Whatever you need to be reassured of, whatever it is that you don't currently believe, that's the thing I want you to affirm over yourself. And then choosing those healthier foods are going to help you keep that energy of positivity because your body's chemistry is literally going to be more inclined toward being optimistic rather than down. Isn't that incredible? So this is a beautiful cycle if we can get into the good cycle and out of the bad cycle. Both cycles feed themselves. We just want to get into the good one. Don't beat yourself up if you slip up, but also don't say, well, I slipped up. I may as well just give up for the rest of the day, rest of the week, rest of whatever. <laughs> get back on the train and get into the beautiful cycle of great health and great positivity and you will just feel phenomenal. Now I realize that this is a complicated beast. I realize that this seems maybe a little nebulous, very confusing and like just such an immense undertaking that it can be, well it can be pretty discouraging. So I want to invite you to something. And if you guys have any comments or any questions, of course, write them up too. I want to invite you to join me in person so that you can see exactly how I have lived this, exactly how I still live it. And right now, I have baby weight to lose. I'm doing this myself, so I'll be doing it alongside you. Whatever your health journey needs to look like, I'm gonna be right there with you. So join me live. I'm hosting an incredible event. I am so excited about it. It's at the end of June. It's called the Bombshell Body Retreat. <laughs> there you go. In Miami at the Palms Hotel, which has a gorgeous pool, a gorgeous spa. It's right on the ocean. It's off of Collins Avenue, so we're near the action, but not like buried in it. And it's got an organic garden, an incredible restaurant, and I'm going to teach you in person how to do this, how to take fantastic care of your body, both mentally, emotionally, so this is way more than both, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, logistically, because that's where a lot of people get tripped up, is how do you make this actually happen, and physically. You're going to witness it, and we're going to walk through it together. I think you're going to be amazed by how many different aspects of this there are from creating a new vision for your body to realizing how your family's impacted you any guilt you might have actually both over having neglected your body and over possibly becoming to be in great health and wellness if there are other people in your life who aren't who you think might judge you then we get into all the biblical basis of this then we get into all the different cultures affecting us this whole concept of shame we go way deeper on shame and how to get out of it then we talk about nutrition and pure pleasures and how to really make yourself feel like you're never deprived and yet not have all this crap in your life. <laughs> and then obviously working out an entire section on rest. And finally, how do you schedule that into your life? So we're going to go through all this info in a beautiful weekend. It's going to include some live one-on-one -on -one coaching, coaching sessions with me. We're going to do some workouts on the beach and then we're going to Finish it all up with a big dinner out on the town on Saturday night and a beautiful prayer service Sunday morning. So if you can join me, I would love to have you. If this interests you, you can find out more by going to bit.ly dot, let's see, bit.ly.com backslash bombshell body retreat. And if you're like, yes, I've heard about it. I am down. I want to be there. I know that in-person experiences are the best way to transform. <laughs> then you can go ahead and go to bit.ly.com backslash Miami bombshell and go ahead and join us. Now the doors close tomorrow, which means you've got 24 hours to make this happen. 
And if you decide to sign up before the doors close, I have a little surprise for you. I'm going to do two extra trainings, which will become bonuses in my course, but right now no one has them. And one is on kind of a weight loss special. I'm going to go over exactly how I've lost weight, how I do it every time, how after doing the fruit breakfasts and the Atkins diet and the veggies only and every other thing out there, what I finally found works for me and what I think will be able to work for you. I'll show you exactly how to tweak it so that it can fit your preferences, your lifestyle and your body's needs. So an entire training on weight loss and then an entire training on how to have body confidence with your man. Maybe that's in dating, maybe that's in marriage. <laughs> it might look different for you, but what I find is that a lot of women come to me saying they want help with dating or they want help with this issue over here. And I say, okay, sure, come on in and we'll talk about that. And then what comes up is everything else, their family, their body, their relationship with God. So the place where a lot of women get stuck is when they're taking care of their bodies, they're still insecure in how they interact in those bodies with men. Or they're dating and it's kind of awkward, kind of, you know, they're not really confident. They don't really feel vulnerable. And often it comes up that they're insecure in their physical body. So I'm going to do an entire training on how to be body confident with your man. And again, it will fit whether you're dating, whether you're engaged, or whether you're married. Newly married or long, long married. <laughs> so I would love to have you there. If you can join me, please jump on in the next 24 hours and you'll get those two free trainings. I'll get to see you in person and we're going to have just the most transformational time. I promise you're going to leave this weekend thinking, I figured it out now and I am on a trajectory to really love my body well. I have got more trips, trips, tips and tricks up my sleeve than I could ever need and I'm so inspired and I'm already feeling fantastic from just these couple days and it's only going to get better. So again, it's bit.ly.com backslash Miami bombshell if you're ready to jump in and if you want to see more info, bit.ly.com backslash bombshell body retreat. I've loved chatting with you guys. I hope that if you have any questions, you will email me. My email is Jackie at JackieDixon.org. Or you can comment here on my Facebook page or over on my blog, VLX.TV. This is a topic I'm so passionate about because I was so lost and stuck in my body. I loathed it and therefore I loathed myself. And I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to share it with any guy, that's for sure. And it took me so long to figure out how to get out of that. And now I am really cruising. That doesn't mean my body's perfect. It doesn't mean it doesn't have ups and downs, like as I have a child, for example. But I have this peace. And I have an understanding of God's purposes for my body and the courage to live that out. And I have a wellness plan that works no matter what comes my way. And I would love to share all of it with you. So if you can make it, please do. If not, jump over and follow me on the blog and you'll still get a ton of awesome free resources. That's vlx.tv and you'll see a pop-up, I think, should still be there, to sign up. And if not, there's something in the sidebar about a Love Your Body 101 guide. That's a great place to start. <laughs> so I'm going to take my little body now and we're going to go off and enjoy our evening together. She has pounded through this bottle. The amazing thing about this baby is that she's teaching me yet again what it is to have no body shame. She does her thing. If she needs to eat, she needs to eat. If she needs to have a diaper change, she needs to have a diaper change. If she wants to be carried around and move and play, she wants to do that. There's no affectation. There's no facade with her. She is just what she is and she's here to love and be loved and 
know and be known and it's incredible to watch it's such an inspiration so i hope this has been helpful to you guys i can't wait to keep hanging out on here i think i'm switching from periscope to facebook live so i'm gonna be here a little more with and without my sidekick so until next time guys have a fabulous evening and i'll talk to you soon bye bye thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the vlx podcast I'd love to keep you motivated to go after God's plan in every area of your life. So if you love what I'm talking about, subscribe to this channel and come find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at Jackie Dixon VLX. I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.